Welcome to the show. We are tuned in for real-life stories with real-life people who have overcome adversity and healed their life. I am your host, Victoria Johnson, teacher trainer and coach trainer for the Heal Your Life Certification Program and best-selling author of Do That and Then Some Transform Feelings of Less Than to More Than Enough. As Louise Hay always said, the point of power is in the present moment, so let's get started. listeners and welcome back to another fabulous podcast. I am really excited about our guest today. Her name is Erica Shepard. She is someone who found herself moved to a new city and was newly divorced and unemployed with no family. Her whole life seemed to be crumbling and she was only 30 years old. And what she did was really turn things around. She shared with me a quote that she uh, herself has inspired, which was adversity is the door to opportunity. So I'm going to say that again. Adversity is the door to opportunity. Erica Shepard believed that with her whole heart and lived her life that way and has completely turned things around for herself. She is now a freedom coach. She's a healer, formerly a nurse practitioner. She's a world travelist, an outdoor enthusiast, an animal lover, and an advocate for people who live their best lives. I have a feeling that she's somebody we could have on the podcast 30 times and always hear (laughs) things from. So I do want to say welcome to the show, Erica. Well, thank you so much for having me today. It's a pleasure to have you here. Now, I want to mention your website and your social media before we get started. So if people are able to check you out while we're talking, they can do that. The website is Inner Fire Wellness NC. So in like North Carolina, NC, innerfirewellnessnc.com. And then on Instagram, it is innerfire underscore wellness. And on Facebook, you can find Erica Shepard at innerfirewellnessnc. Again, the NC stands for North Carolina. So welcome again. And I am just so pleased to have you here. You told me you're one of those people who has done everything right your whole life. And then all of a sudden had to start over, it seems, in every area. How does one do that? How does one do that? Um, <laughs> trial by fire in my case. I formerly was a professional good girl, no doubt about it, and had kind of thrived in my life living that way, always doing the right thing, performing really high, succeeding constantly. And then in 2017, I woke up to the fact that I wasn't happy and that there was so much about my life I was living inauthentically. And it was really tearing at my health, my well-being, and just my day-to-day life. And I realized that I had married a person that was incompatible to who I really was and my life path. And that was a very difficult realization to wake up to because I'd been married for 10 years. I got married very young. And so I asked for a divorce. And then two weeks later, got laid off my job (laughs) due to budget cuts. And so I'm in this new city, newly single for the first time, really in my adult life, because I had been with him since I was 19. I was still a teenager. And now for the first time in my life, getting laid off. And if it doesn't, you know, it gets worse than there from there, because then I got another job two months later, only to find that was an incompatible match and got laid off again. So in four months, I got divorced and laid off twice. Oh my goodness. You know, 
Yes, that must have felt like you were on a bit of a sinking ship. You know, that turmoil, that chaos, that, oh my God, what have I done? If it was me, I would have been asking myself, okay, universe, are you trying to tell me, you know, that I've made the wrong decisions and so on? I'm really doubting myself. (laughs) You know, it's funny because I wasn't fully on my soul path right yet, but my soul was clearly ready. And the universe is like that gentle but tough looking parent <laughs> and <laughs> kicks the seat out from underneath me and it's like, are you awake yet? And when I took that second job, and really I took the second job out of fear, mm-hmm. I wasn't truly waking up to what was being asked of me, what I was really wanting. But when I got laid off the second time, I really woke up and started to ask myself, who am I and what do I really want? And like I said before, adversity is a door for opportunity, but it has to be a choice because mm-hmm. we all have a choice and we can either let it break us down and make a certain narrative around it about how I'm a failure, I'm not good enough. But really how we see the glass is half empty or half full is our choice. Absolutely. And neither are wrong, neither are wrong but it is a choice. And so I consciously decided this was my clean slate and this is how I can move forward in life. And so I decided to let it be my clean slate to make the most awesome life I could possibly ever imagine. Well, it sounds like, you know, you had a lot of confidence, first of all, for somebody who was 30 years old. Well, (laughs) brave possibly, but brave doesn't mean without fear. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. It means having fear and doing it anyways. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And uh, for you listeners who actually haven't read that book yet, it's an oldie but a goodie, feel the fear and do it anyways. And, uh, you know, the thing is, is that when we, what you said about the universe being like a gentle but tough loving parent, it's so true because it's like our path is always corrected as we go and as we're ready for it. And we always have that choice. Like you said, you could have chosen to stay in your, you know, mediocre marriage and live a mediocre life and not be mm-hmm. in passion. And right. so how brave it was for you to move forward the way you did. And we talked a little bit about, before that we started recording, we talked a little bit about Louise Hayesburg and how it was a bit of a catalyst for you. Can you tell us more about that? Absolutely. Oh, God, I love her. <laughs> so, yes, agreed. Uh, Louise, my background, like you said, is in conventional medicine. I was a nurse and then went back and got my master's and, you know, by trade, I'm a nurse practitioner. However, in my in my childhood and in my 20s, I had undiagnosed autoimmune, undiagnosable, I should say, autoimmune issues. They could never figure out what was wrong with me. And then I also had undiagnosable gut issues. They, they just couldn't figure it out. And when I got introduced to Louise Hayes' book in the last semester of my nurse practitioner program, it just completely opened up this whole new world for me about mind-body medicine, how our spiritual and emotional state can influence and impact our physical health. I had never been taught that. I had never been told that. And after having lived a life of trying to get treated for these things, not only through conventional medicine, but holistic modalities as well, and coming up short and coming up short with nutrition, although there's improvements in nutrition and exercise and all of that is important. Our spiritual and emotional health is absolutely vital to our health and well-being. And so when I got laid off the second time, my heart was really calling to mind-body medicine and energy work. And so I decided to take a break from healing and I got a job with the airlines actually. You know, I was, you know, Matt Georgetown trained nurse practitioner and I decided 
to say, screw it. And I took a minimum wage job with the airline so I could fly around the world for free. <laughs> and just take the time. To, it, just take the time for me to get right with me and to get trained in the thing that my heart was calling me to do so that I could come back to the table and start my own practice in the calling that I was really being drawn to. And what is that calling? So, so yeah, now is the freedom healing and coaching um, in this practice I have, Inner Fire Wellness, is a mind-body medicine, energy healing and coaching practice to help people heal on that spiritual, emotional level. Since I addressed my issues with mind-body medicine and energy healing, I am autoimmune disease-free wow. and got and gut issue-free. So you are your own walking, talking testimonial. I am my own walk and talk and testimonial. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what better I, testimonial than that? That's so true. I'm such a strong believer in mind-body-spirit connection and really with so many things in our life, just leading back to how it is that, like you said earlier, how we choose to look at life, You know, how we choose to look at, say, a marriage ending or a job ending or these other things that show up in our life as adversity. As you say, adversity is the door to opportunity, but we do have that choice. So you came home from your world traveling, which sounds amazing, yeah. and then <laughs> totally. uh, and then started your business. Is your business uh, a storefront or do you work online? Tell us more about that. Yeah, it's a remote practice. Any of the healing that I could do face-to-face can be done online. So I can see clients anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. It's like cell phones. You know, we don't have the physical connection, but we're like giant cell phone towers. And as long as we're plugged into one another, the work, the healing works. And so I do a remote online practice and do sessions over Skype or Zoom or phone, whichever the preference. Mm-hmm. And that was you know, birth during this whole time of working at the airlines, doing Airbnb out of my house. I decided instead of making a lot of money, which I could have easily made six figures in a conventional setting as a nurse practitioner, but it would have absolutely depleted my spirit. Mm-hmm. And so this was all birth during this time of working part-time odd jobs and is now grown into a fully running, flourishing practice. So if I can do it, I'm just letting anybody know, follow your dreams, you can do it. Absolutely. And you know, I'm really glad that you shared that with people that, you know, you went from, you know, potentially a six-figure job as a nurse practitioner to a minimum wage job so that you were able to follow that passion and to build that business and to be able to help other people and to provide them with the tools they need to live their best lives. But I'm imagining that there was a lot of patience required in that as well, because I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, people hope that we're just going to flip a switch and go from you know, zero to 60 in zero seconds. Oh my gosh. There was so much patience and trust that I had to cultivate to be able to do this, which they have not come naturally to me in the past. This was a true testament of wanting to learn how to be patient, of wanting to learn how to trust and doing a lot of healing in myself and receiving healing for myself that I could do that because there was no guarantee this was going to work, you know? And I had a mortgage to pay. I had bills to pay. It's not like, you know, I was just living out of a tent or something. There was life to be had. And so it required tremendous patience and trust that that was also a choice for me to learn how to cultivate because those 
system. And I think for a lot of people these days, that does not come easily to us, especially living in um, those of us living in American culture life that's just so fast paced and go, go, go and do, do, do. And to have to slow down and just let the process unfold, ooh, that that was not easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> I completely understand what you're saying, but it is so beautiful when we stop chasing and start allowing. Yes, it would not be where I am today if I didn't allow the universe to do its job. Yes. I mean, and I was also working very hard and taking action. And so it's this balance of taking action, but also allowing the universe and the divine flow of life to just do its thing. I'm so glad that you said that because, you know, it's easy for a lot of us, especially people who work with mind, body, spirit, energy work to simply say, you know, the universe will take care of it or I have faith or, you know, the divine timing will happen. But it's really important to also take action. It really is. And I have, you know, some people, it's like are more heavily on just letting the universe do its job and then don't take the action. Mm Mm-hmm. And like you said, but I've historically been the person who's taken all the action trying to be in control and trying to dictate every single thing and every single outcome. And so for me, it was finding that balance of allowing, but yes, still having to take action, but learning where to not take too much action. It's been a very interesting dance to learn that balance. (laughs) It was so hard for me not to interrupt you while you said that because it's so (laughs) important, but I just want to scream, me too. You know, (laughs) one of those situations where it's like, okay, universe, let me tell you how it's going to (laughs) be. Yeah. Yeah. At which point I'm pretty sure that the universe throws back its head and laughs. (laughs) Oh yeah, absolutely. The universe has a great sense of humor. Yes. Well, and you know, I remember growing up uh, hearing that expression quite often God helps those who help themselves. And, you know, I think that's what we're talking about here as well. By all means, doing our daily practice of meditation and affirmations and visualization and feeding our mind these really good, positive, nourishing things and being careful with our thoughts and our words and really staying in that mind frame of gratitude. That's all very, very important. And... um, Yeah. And, you know, and in addition to that part of our daily practice and the uh, action piece as well. So I'm just trying to imagine you being in a situation where, you know, you're starting this off and you've got this mortgage, you've got the bills, you've got all of that. Were you focusing on clients more who had mental trauma they were looking for healing or physical healing? Or tell me what, who's, who's your typical client? You know, that's a great question. When I first started out, I was doors open for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, if you had physical, come in. If you had mental, emotional, come on in. There was something I could do to help. And I'm also really good at helping people find other modalities of healing if need be to assist with that as well for a more holistic picture. But what I've come to find in my practice over the past year and a half And also from my prior experience as a psychiatric nurse, that really I'm called to help with people's mental well-being. And if you elevate the mental well-being, I find that you elevate their physical well-being as well. Beautifully said. So the ideal client is anybody who's looking to launch into their highest level of mental well-being. They have that highest vibration of joy, you know, happiness and purpose in their life, feeling whole. And I 
trust that when we get to that space, not that we're ever perfect, but that when we get into that arena of feeling whole and complete in ourselves, the rest falls into place. So well said. And when we elevate what you said, when we elevate our mental well-being, we also elevate our physical well-being. And I'm sure that everyone listening can think of a time that that has happened. And it might've been something small or something large, but just knowing that that can be applied to every area of your life. And Erica, you sound like an amazing person to work with. I want to repeat your website again, Inner Fire oh, Wellness. You. No, you're welcome. Inner Fire Wellness, mm-hmm. On Instagram, Inner Fire underscore wellness and your Facebook page, Inner Fire Wellness NC. And um, you're such an amazing example of someone who has successfully followed their heart and listened to that calling of what it is that you are here to do and have listened to the gentle nudges of the universe as well as the big signs that are there for you. And I am so honored to have have you on the show and to have you available for the people who are listening, who are wanting to not only recover from their emotional trauma, but to use it, like you said, as a launch pad into living their best life. Absolutely. I am going to end the show today with, of course, uh, because we've been talking about Louise Hay, I chose something from Louise Hay. I do want to mention your quote again, which I absolutely love. Adversity is the door to opportunity. And then that little piece you added on there, but we always have a choice. (laughs) Yes, we do. Yes, uh, we do. Yes. So choose to overcome and choose action and choose to look at that glass as half full. And, you know, 10 years from now, you can be talking about whatever is going wrong in your life or you can work through it now and use it as a stepping stone, use it as a way to elevate, as a way to launch. And uh, Erica Shepard is a wonderful person to be able to help you with that at innerfirewellnessnc.com. So I am going to uh, end our podcast today with a lovely paragraph here from Louise Hay. And it says, I trust life always wants what is best for me. So if it is safe to do so, uh, please just go ahead and close your eyes and take a moment to just relax, take a nice deep breath, and just really absorb these words. In the infinity of life where I am, all is perfect, whole, and complete. I am always divinely protected and guided. It is safe for me to look within myself. It is safe for me to look into the past. It is safe for me to enlarge my viewpoint of life I am far more than my personality, past, present, or future. I now choose to rise above my personality problems to recognize the magnificence of my being. I am totally willing to learn to love myself. All is well in my world. Thank you again for being on the show, Erica. It's been an absolute honor to have you here. Thank you for having me, Victoria. It's been awesome to be here today. Thank you for joining us today. If you would like to become an internationally certified Heal Your Life teacher and coach, please visit thetraining.ca. To be a guest on the show and share your story, please visit victoriajohnson.org. Thank you so much for joining us.